Welcome to the ENA Podcast. This is the ENA Podcast, and this is Dan Campana, the Director of Communications with the Emergency Nurses Association, welcoming you to our latest episode. And uh, it's been a busy time at ENA. And if you've been listening to the last few episodes, we've been talking about things like the launch of conference registration and the upcoming residency program. And uh, there's another great ENA initiative, which is now back for its second year uh, starting today. It's the 20 under 40 program uh, through ENA Connection. Uh, the application period opens today, but we wanted to go back to the inaugural class of 2021 and talk to one of the first recipients of a 20 under 40 uh, honor to learn a little bit about you know you know who she is and why 20 under 40 was something that she got herself involved with and really learn a little bit about you know being one of the the best and brightest as as ENA Connection identified. So, I want to welcome uh, Alexandra Carpenter to the ENA podcast. Uh, welcome, Alexandra. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Um, so, Alexandra, you know, once again, congratulations to you on being a part of the first 20 under 40 class. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and you know, a little bit of you know the resume behind one of an one of the honorees from last year. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, so, I actually have been in healthcare uh, since a very early age. Um, I started in healthcare in my teens, so at 19, I actually um, jumped in headfirst and worked my way up from a nursing assistant um, to going to get my associate's degree in nursing and then finishing my bachelor's degree. And then right after um, finishing my associate's degree, jumping into um, <clears throat> emergency nursing, straight out, straight out of nursing school. Um, scared as all get out, but um, <laughs> jumped right in. I had done some um, work as a medical assistant at um, a children's hospital and um, in like, the urgent care setting. So uh, after that, uh, I felt I was kind of primed and ready to to experience what the emergency department was all about. I, I had always... Um, uh, the um, urgent care was in the same hospital, of course, as the emergency department. So if we had patients that were a little too sick or, or critical um, that we needed to transfer over to the emergency department, I would take those patients over. And just seeing the emergency nurses in the ED, in their element, um, they just had such a, a wealth of knowledge and um, knew just a little bit about everything. And I just thought that was so awesome. And that was when I kind of knew that that was really what I wanted to do. Um, so I've been in emergency nursing, uh, critical care for pretty much my whole career. Um, I, I've worked at a couple different institutions. Um, I've done pediatric and adult <laughs> emergency nursing for a, a large part of my uh, uh, ER career, which really um, gave me a, a unique perspective um, that I loved because you, you get the best of both worlds. And when I would work at my adult institutions in the ER, you know, they'd have the pediatric patients and I say, you know, give them Alex. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then the, vice versa, when I was in the um, pediatric world, if an older patient happened to come in or an adult is like, give them to Alex, she knows the big people. <laughs> so, um, I really enjoyed that aspect of my career. Um, and, and through all of that and, and through those experiences, um, that was really where I started getting introduced to education 
and um, starting to network and connect with other nurses and emergency nurses and pre-hospital providers, um, really through uh, teaching and education. Um, I, I remember deciding to um, instruct the ENPC course uh, and wanting to become an instructor for that and wanting to become an instructor for PALS and wanting to become an instructor for ATLS or a ACLS, sorry. Um, and the big motivating factor behind that was I knew that um, if I'm going to know what I need to do and, and be as confident as possible, then I need to teach it. <laughs> if, I, if I can teach it, I have, I know my stuff. Um, so I really kind of pushed myself into educating other nurses um, and, and really trying to model my teaching off of what I felt I was lacking when I was being taught. And, and I jumped head first into education. And I really think that that was one of the, the best things that I could have done as far as um, it opened up just a, a wealth of different um, networking opportunities and di meeting different nurses all um, and interacting with them and, and, and being involved in the ENA uh, really, really helped catapult me into kind of figuring out where my next steps were. Um, and actually through teaching and um, through ENPC and, and teaching there, uh, working at the Children's Hospital was really what threw me into the world of trauma. I, I ended up um, connecting with one of the trauma educators down at at Cincinnati Children's Hospital, where I was currently working, which I had I'd met her um, prior to when I was signing off as an instructor, which was a scary time, <laughs> and um, connected with her, and then ended up working in the trauma program there, and, and from there ended up um, taking over a trauma program um, that's in the um, 20 Under 40 article at Atrium Medical Center um, in 2014, so many years ago, <laughs> but um, it really, it really helped to kind of make those connections and get into that world. And from there, started teaching, um, doing TNCC, and eventually um, course directing and becoming faculty, and then ultimately now um, state chair for the state of Ohio for for the ENA. And um, it just kind of just kept going and kept going, and, yeah. and again making those connections and. Um, I really I think, you know, working with ENA and teaching really just led to all of that. Um, I, I've been in trauma, specifically trauma, um, since 2000, well, 2012-ish. Um, and it pulls you out of the ED just a little bit, but, but the trauma program is so closely knit with, uh, with the emergency department still, you know, all of the, the resuscitation phase and the initial stabilization of, of our patients all happened in the emergency department setting. Um, so we are still very, very closely connected. And it's been really great working with ENA and, and our um, Ohio ENA and partnering at the state level. Uh, I'm also currently president of the Ohio Society of Trauma Nurse Leaders. And so having that bridge between the two is awesome, uh, mainly because we can we can collaborate on different projects. We collaborate, and we um, it's really helpful for us to be able to work together. So um, that's There's pretty so, much. I was going to say, you know, uh, <laughs> this. I mean, you could you could probably go the entire episode and not still, yeah. you know, fully scratch the surface because you've, you know, you talk about things that you know. Oh, by the way, you know eight years ago, I did this thing. And, you know, it, you, you've just covered so much ground in such a short amount of time, it sounds like that, um, you know, really, what, what, 
what has motivated you? I mean, is there a person or a, a key moment or is there anything in particular that, you know, has driven you the way that it has to do so much at such a, you know, a, a formative stage of a career? I would say it, it was probably just some of it was just inherently in me. I have a really strong desire to just learn as much as I can. Um, and I initially, it, I was not one of those people that always wanted to get into nursing ever since day one, uh, you know, since I was born. Um, I really kind of fell into that. Um, and, and some of it was for, for my children. Um, I actually had my daughter at an early age. I had her right out of high school and really wanting to strive to set a good example for her. Uh, and now for my son, who who came right behind her <laughs> and um, really wanting to make sure that they had a good example and then that they had a stable upbringing. Um, but once I fell into the field, I loved it. And, and just having that desire and that hunger to learn more and more and, and get involved. And, and the more you get involved learning from my colleagues that were so far advanced. Um, I will say, you know, when I when I went down to, to Cincinnati um, and working at the other centers that I worked at, um, it was really just a whole different world. Um, and I think I, I had mentioned even in the article, I had a, a moment where I remember working at the initial children's facility I worked at and reading an article in ENA about, I think, hair traction. And um, it be like, wow, you know, these, these nurses are like writing articles and doing all these great things. And um, and it just seems so far out of reach, like, oh, I could never do that. That's not something that, you know, that I would I would be able to do. I would love to, but like, how do you even get involved in that? And then um, once I went down and working in Cincinnati, um, I was, my office was with someone who was writing the article. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so I, I think, you know, she was a, a huge help um, in just kind of showing me the ropes on that and um, helping me to kind of take things to the next level and understand the research and everything that goes into um, taking nursing to, to that next level beyond just the bedside sure. and, and really pushing it, pushing it to that next level. So when you saw the application period around this time last year for the first 20 under 40 program, was it a no-brainer for you to say, I'm going to apply for this and see what happens? Or did you kind of go, well, I think it could be okay. I think I'd be all right. I think I might make mm -hmm. it. I mean, what, what actually pushed you to, to do it? Or was it a no-brainer just to say, yeah, I'm going to apply for this because I think it's worth it? So it's interesting. When I, when I first saw it, it pop up, I think it went through one of my um, emails. Through, <laughs> I was probably on some list yeah. <laughs> to pop up. And I thought it was really neat. I, I thought, I was like, wow, this is um, you know, a really unique opportunity. And I didn't apply right away. Um, I, I sat on it a little bit and um, I, I was interested definitely for uh, initially, um, but I, I sat and I thought about it. And I think it, it's really hard, especially for nurses to go, especially for nominating yourself. If someone else nominates you, great. <laughs> but right. to nominate yourself for something or apply for something um, that's in an accolade, um, we, we get into our profession to help others and, and nursing is a very humble profession and we're not necessarily looking for the flashing lights and the awards and that kind of thing. Right, this, is, right. this is what we do on a daily basis. Um, so it wasn't, it kind of was a little uncomfortable to say, eh, you know, okay, I'm going to apply for this. But I had re recently just over the last several years, we had just done so many different projects 
and um, have been involved in so many different things and really advancing, I think, just my trauma program where I came from and um, just so much. And I just, you know, sat and I thought about it. So why not? You know, why not me? Why why not me? Why why can't I apply for it and, and see where it falls? If, if I fall short and <laughs> they don't accept me, then, you know, hey, so be it. But just just putting myself out there and stepping out of my comfort zone a little bit. Um, I'm not necessarily someone that wants to jump into the spotlight. So it is a little <laughs> inauthentic sure. for me, but I just kind of just, just, you know, bit the bullet and said, why not? I filled it out. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> when, when you found out, when you got the call, you got the message that, you know, you had been selected. What's the first thing that went through your mind? Um, I, shock. <laughs> it was, it was shocking. I was flattered. It was just like, wow, like, you know, the ENA actually thinks that my little application meant something <laughs> like, okay, it was really nice to have that validation. Um, and in, in hearing that, like, I was super, super excited. I was thrilled. It was just like, wow, like, okay, you know, all of these years and all the hard work, like it being recognized on a national level uh, is huge. And, and even in that moment, I didn't didn't tell anyone about it uh, okay. time later. Um, and then the response, once I started telling people, like, you know, it was even bigger than in my mind. You know, people were just like, wow, like that, that's really cool. And just the support <laughs> from my colleagues was just huge. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, you know, ENA Connection October is dedicated to all 20 of the honorees. You get, you're on the cover. There's a really nice story that tells you know, uh, really, I mean, it's hard to in just a, a few hundred words to tell the story of all the, the great things that all of the honorees, but um, was that a little surreal to see your face on the cover of the magazine and to see your, your story being laid out across the pages? It was, it was, it was, it was really, really cool. Um, I got messages from people saying, hey, you're in my, you're in my mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, it was really, kind of crazy to, to see, you know, on this magazine again, just, it takes me back to even that moment when I was reading the articles and thinking that I couldn't be that person to now being on the cover of the same uh, company's magazine. <laughs> um, yeah. it, it was a really great experience and um, humbling as well, just to even read through all of the different stories and all the, the awesome work that all of the nurses um, that were honored this award across the country have done. It's just like, wow, like, you know, I, I'm being in a group with all of these other great people. It was it was great. So that leads me to you know now we're into the new year and, and with the applications opening up. If somebody who maybe you know, uh, as you mentioned, the modesty of, of nurses, you know, this is not the uh, not what you set out to do to be recognized. You just go out and do your job and you do what you think is best and you advance and progress. But if a nurse who is in that modest mode were to come up to you and say, "Hey, I qualify for this thing." I'm thinking about applying, what would be the, the message you'd give them to encourage them to go for it? I would just tell them to just do it. Um, just go ahead and jump in, apply and see what happens. Um, a lot of things that you, you think that, you, that you're doing on a daily basis that you really don't even think about um, just because again, you're just doing what you're, you love. Once you put it on paper and, and other people see it, it, it's you may be doing way more than you ever thought that you did. And other people seeing that and being inspired by that is huge. And, and why not share that with the rest of the world? And you may be inspiring someone else to, to do some of the same things. Um, we, we think we have to do these 
huge, um, groundbreaking, monumental uh, things to be able to be recognized. But some of the things that we're doing day in and day out are, are phenomenal and putting that out there on paper and getting that out to the world is huge. So I, I would say, you know, just do it, apply, um, get that information out there and, and see what happens. I mean, it, it certainly is a, uh, it's interesting as you pointed out to see 20 of these stories all together and realize that this is just a representation of all the great things that are happening across emergency nursing and across ENA. Um, so every year we're going to see another, you know, another batch of, of folks who are doing some really great things. And uh, I, I imagine that it's got to be exciting for you to, to look forward to see, well, who else is doing some great things? And, you know, maybe you recognize somebody that you've encountered over time. So you're in a little bit of a different boat because you don't have to worry about all the you know, anxiety of, did I get accepted? Am I going to be a part of it? You get to say, hey, I was part of the first group and now I get to see who gets to come join me, right? <laughs> Right, right. No, it's awesome. It's great to be in on the first, <laughs> the first <laughs> round and <laughs> welcome everyone in instead of trying to beat the door down. <laughs> so um, I'm so honored to be a part of the inaugural class and um, to be able to see what comes next and, and where ENA takes this program. Um, I, I think it's a great thing uh, that they put together to, to give, give back to, to the nurses or emergency nurses across the country and, and recognize some of the things that we've done. And especially for those that have done it in a short, a short amount of time, um, it does take a lot of work. And um, you know we're, we're kind of highlighting the people that have really put, put that effort in. So I'm really excited to see who's next. <laughs> Well, and like you said, you'll always be able to say you were among the first. So, uh, you know, Alexander Carpenter, you know, one of the uh, inaugural members of the 20 Under 40 uh, program from 2021. Appreciate you taking some time to be a part of the podcast today. Right. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. And, you know, as we pointed out, the application period has opened up for the 2022 class. You can go to ena.org slash publications slash ENA hyphen connection. Uh, to get the link to the 20 under 40 uh, information page and where you can apply to be in the running for the 2022 class. Um, and as, as we mentioned, you know, just the, uh, the recognition that comes from being a part of ENA Connection Magazine uh, certainly got a tremendous amount of feedback last year and positive and people really excited to see what came out of it. And um, this year, you know, obviously with, uh, with Emergency Nursing 2022 coming to Denver uh, in late September, the class of 22 will be recognized there as well. So uh, a lot of exciting things, you know, uh, going on with the 20 under 40 program. And, uh, you know, we appreciate Alexander being a part of the first class and being a part of the podcast today. With all that, uh, this is Dan Campana. I appreciate you joining us for this episode of the podcast. And we look forward to you tuning in for our next episode coming up real soon. <laughs>